Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome back to the White Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Joey Wright, Mike Orton, and the News Gazette's Prep Sports Editor, Zach Pyatt in with us here. Zach's in with us at halftime. 2.50 left for the halftime break. 12-0. Bulldogs 12, Mount Zion scoreless. And uh, Zach, you've been down on the field roaming the sidelines in this one. What uh, are your takeaways from kind of a strange first half? A lot of penalties uh-huh. uh, and then not a lot of uh, not a lot of sustained, we, I guess one sustained drive from Muhammad Seymour, but other than that, not a lot of sustained drives. You know, what I've seen so far is that the defenses have definitely come to play tonight, um, especially Muhammad's. Uh, and I say that because, yeah, it's a 12 nothing ball game, a two-score ball game, but at the end of the day, um, you know, Mount Zion was right there, uh, right in front of the goal line twice. They put together some decent drives, got all the way down the field, but then uh, Donovan Lewis came came away with one pick in the end zone, returned it out to about the 15-yard line, and they came away with with uh, another one falling down to the ground at the one-yard line. And so uh, that that defense has done a heck of a job with their goal line stands, uh, and that obviously is, has helped them uh, preserve this shutout so far through the first half. And uh, but yeah, the defenses have come to play, but uh, that Muhammad goal line uh those those goal line stands have been the difference so far zach we talked with brock vandeveer on extra prep the news gazette's weekly high school sports podcast yesterday that episode coming tomorrow we should have asked him are you he's a linebacker we talked a lot about the uh, defensive side of the ball we didn't ask him are you going to score two touchdowns in the first half against one of the best class 4a teams in the state yeah and that kid you know i I actually he was walking right by me we locked eyes i went ahead and gave him a fist bump after his second touchdown he that dude is drenched in sweat right now dousing himself down uh with with uh with the water on the sidelines and then of course he's got to jog right back on the field and play middle linebacker after getting into the end zone and so, yeah, that kid, tough kid and uh, certainly talented, as I'm finding out tonight. Uh, a task easier said than done, but Brock Vanderveer giving it his all. Mike, looking at the first-half stats, a lot of penalties, and then, uh, spoiler alert, one team has a lot of rushing yards, the other team has a lot of passing yards. Yeah, for Muhammad Seymour, uh, rushing, we have 123 yards on 19 carries. Passing, only 13 yards and only four attempts. Two of those were completions. Total yards, 136 for the Bulldogs. Looking at third downs, Bulldogs were two for five. No turnovers, but, yes, five penalties for 49 yards. And time of possession, 11:20 in the first half for the Bulldogs. For Mount Zion, they also had five penalties with 49 yards of penalties and 12:40 possession time. Uh, yeah, and, and like we just stated, yeah, the two turnovers have been the difference in the game. Uh, third downs, Braves are four for ten. And rushing 15 carries for 35 yards, passing 9 for 20 for 107 yards, total yards 142. So if you compare the two teams, total yards 136 for the Bulldogs and 142 for Mount Zion. But I would expect business to kind of pick up here in the second half. Uh, Stamina is probably going to be becoming huge for both teams. Who has uh, the more more stamina? 
who's practiced, uh, you know, coming down to the you know the last few minutes of the game, the last half of the fourth quarter. Uh, but I expect to see some more fireworks tonight. I expect we're going to see a shootout as well. I think the scoring is really going to pick up here in half number two. We've got about two and a half minutes left until the second half commences. Muhammad Seymour at home at Frank Dutton Field leading Mount Zion 12-0. Zach, one more question for you. I want to let you get back down to the sidelines. You've got a story after all to work on that will run right. in print and uh, online at newsgazette.com. But this is, your first, this is your fourth game that you've covered for the News Gazette since you started here uh, four weeks ago today. First game you've covered that is not a Champaign Central game. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere tonight at Frank Dutton Field, it's something. Oh, as soon as I walked through the gates, I looked up, and, of course, you know, 20 minutes before the game starts, the stands are already packed, and the student section is already packed. I, I love seeing that. Everybody's loud a half hour before the before the kickoff. Um, yeah, it's it's been awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I already took a video of the student section getting pretty loud. They'd, they loved it. I loved it. But, yeah, the, this is, a lot, you know, no obviously no knock on Central or Centennial or Urbana, um, uh, who I've covered so far. But, but this atmosphere uh, cer certainly is uh, something to look forward to every weekend. This is what it's all about, high school football at its finest. On Light Rock 97.5, the News Gazette. Game of the week. Zach Pyatt, the News Gazette's prep sports editor, will have a story in print and online at newsgazette.com. Find it in print tomorrow. Zach's on his way back down to the sidelines. He'll have a great view of a great second half of action. 12 0 the halftime score. So, Joey Wright and Mike Orton back in with you. And Mike, just uh, looking at this one, I think Zach said it best. It's uh, a great atmosphere, it's what it's all about. And to remind our listeners what's at stake, likely the Apollo Conference. There's still two conference games left after this week for both teams, but neither team's lost in conference play this year. Uh, Mount Zion, a ranked team in Class 4A. Muhammad Seymour just on the edge of the Class 5A poll, looking at the AP polls that came out this week. You wouldn't expect them to lose in the next two weeks, so as long as they take care of business down the stretch, winner of this game has the inside track. Yeah, that that's the anticipation, and, you know, but in the Apollo Conference, you, you can't take anything for granted. No matter what the record is of every other team in the conference, uh, if you're one of the top two teams, everybody's coming for you, and they're going to bring their best. And if you just happen to have just an off night against one of those teams, it's, it'll leave a sour taste in your mouth. So we've got a, both teams, Mount Zion and Muhammad Seymour, uh, not only do you got to win this game, but you got to stay focused and win the other two conference games coming up. 12 minutes on the board. Muhammad Seymour will return the second half kickoff. Want to shout out our producer. You heard from him in halftime, Dave Leak, doing a great job in our Champagne studio. You just heard from Zach Pyant, the News Gazette's prep sports editor. Photo editor Robin Scholes is down on the sideline snapping pictures. You'll find those online and in print. And Matt Daniels and Joe Vazelli, hard at work. Back in our newsroom, compiling tomorrow's sports section, which will include comprehensive coverage of uh, a lot of games in our area, and there are a lot of big ones this week. Mount Zion will kick it here to start the second half. We'll see if they kick it deep or send one short. Gabe Shoemaker, the kicker, sends it deep, and it will be fielded at the 15-yard line by the Bulldogs. And carrying it up across the 25-yard line, a good return for Muhammad Seymour. Has them with about 75 yards between them and the end zone. 12-0 lead, six seconds into the third quarter. That was do-it-all Donovan with the return. 
He's played quarterback tonight. He's got two interceptions on the defensive side of the ball. Donovan Lewis, he's, he's an early candidate for our player of the game. We'll see what second half he uh, can, can put together, but Donovan Lewis looking really good. First and 10, Muhammad Seymour started at the 27 right to left, so a 73-yard drive if it ends in a touchdown. First play, a handoff up the gut, and Luke Johnson gets the carry and takes it to the 30 on a dive. Have not seen a lot of passing tonight, Mike, from the Bulldogs' offense. Luke Dyer and Donovan Lewis running an efficient offense on the ground. By yeah, and large. yeah and I, I think going into it, um, Coach Atkins had an idea that they're – they were going to have a big uh, pass defense, heavy, um, try to run the ball. So I would see more more of Luke Johnson, more running the football for the Bulldogs and try to open up that passing game eventually. Second and seven from the 30, snap back to Johnson out of the gun and uh, snap back to Dyer out of the gun, pardon me. Hands off to Johnson. Johnson behind his right tackle. Gains three yards, third and four coming up. And, of course, if you're Muhammad Seymour, why would you air it out? You've got a, a slim lead against a good team. Might as well run out as much clock as you can. Bringing in the heavy package here. Okay, we'll see that with Donovan Lewis at quarterback. Brock Vandeveer, the linebacker, back in at tailback. Has two touchdowns tonight. They'll line him up at fullback with a running back behind him, Johnson. Third down and three. And the snap goes directly back to Johnson. Mount Zion was ready for it. He's flung down at the 35-yard line, moving toward the left hash. A flag comes in as well. If it stands, fourth down and three. And they looks like they wave off the flag, Mike, so it will be fourth down and short. You'd figure the Bulldogs will punt it. I think they're going to go for it. I think... I don't see uh, I don't see Luke Dyer on the field. Yeah, and Donovan Lewis charges onto the sideline or charges onto the field from the sideline. You're right. They will try this fourth and two from the 35. Heavy set. Lewis, the quarterback, hands it off and somehow keeps it. How about that? Up past the 50, down to the 45, up the middle. Do it all, Donovan. He sold it, and Donovan Lewis. Has a first down, 46-yard line. Across midfield, and the Bulldogs keep it going. Just crushing for a defense. Get down fourth and three. He can't come up with the stop. First and 10, 46-yard line. Lewis back out onto the field to run the offense. I think Muhammad Seymour is going to keep going with this tight package with Lewis, Vandeveer, and Johnson. First and 10, they lead by 12. Up the middle, Lewis actually shuffles to the right. Yeah, we got a turnover, it looks Ball like. Ball comes out, and the Mount Zion Braves say they have it, and they do. So Mount Zion's defense holds. The Bulldogs trying to get a little too fancy on that first and 10, and that is a turnover. First turnover of the game for... Muhammad Seymour, or is it? Let's see who's got it. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was a turnover. It looks like the Bulldogs are still... Yeah, Lewis is charging back out onto the field at second and eight. Pardon us, folks. That was uh, early indication was the... Ball came out, but yeah. it looks like uh, we had a, had a knee down first. And so here's Lewis under center. Pitch back to Johnson. Johnson moving to the right. Crosses the 40 on the right hash. 
and he is brought down shy of the line to gain, but close. Third and short coming up. Third and three. It's 12-0 Muhammad Seymour, eight and a half to play in the third quarter, and they've driven across midfield, looking to build on this two-score advantage. You'd figure four down territory here. They went for it a moment ago on the other side of the 50. You would think that this is four down territory as the clock ticks. Clock down past 8-10. Play clock at 5. Bulldogs to the line. Pitch back to Johnson. Got the and first down. Yeah, he's got just enough for the first down on a pitch back. Caught it and accelerated past the 35. To the 34 and a half. And they put it down at the 35. But it is enough for a first down. And the Bulldogs keep their efficient offense moving. 7.52 left here in the first frame. Third quarter, I should say. They're going to stick with it until Mount Zion shows some sort of inclination that they're going to stop this. Heavy package all the way up and down the field. 7.40, Lewis pitches back to Johnson. Johnson, right hash. Gains five before he's brought down in on the stop. Hayden Hart, or pardon me, Joey Jordan in on the stop for Mount Zion. Second and six now for the Bulldogs. 12-0 lead, 7-15, clock slowly running here in the third quarter. Lewis goes to the sideline, gets the call. Not wearing the headset, but he gets the call and he pitches it back. Here is Johnson, and this time the Braves are ready for him. They stand him up and bring him down. And that is a loss of a yard. Third down and seven coming up. Clock winds under 6.30, down to 6.25, and the Bulldogs' offense addresses the line of scrimmage. Heavy set. Both teams stack the box, and it's the quarterback, Lewis, who carries it and uh, keeps it, I should say. I, I'm not quite sure what that was. Mikey turned around to uh, hand the ball off, and the Mount Zion defense was there in the backfield. It's a loss, and this likely sets up a punt for Muhammad Seymour after a promising drive. Yeah, we'll see if the Bulldogs try to try to pin Mountain Zion back. Yeah, that play broke down. Lewis had nowhere to go. We may go for it. Luke Dyer in at quarterback. Hasn't moved back as if to punt it yet. He's got trips left. Out of the gun on fourth down and 10, and Dyer is sacked. Mount Zion breaks it down. In on the sack, Tyson Evans. And that's the momentum the Braves were looking for. Break down the pocket and sack Luke Dyer on a fourth down and nine conversion attempt, a turnover on downs. Ben don't break is the old adage, Mike, and the Braves showcasing that there. Yeah, they did a good job on that series to, to get out of that and uh, get, to, get to Luke Dyer, turn the ball over on downs. Bulldogs milked more than half of the time on the clock but come away with no points. 
12-0 Bulldogs. Braves start this drive at their own 43, 657 yards between them and the end zone. Looking for that here and an incompletion down the sideline. Braves want a flag. It doesn't come as Carson Bullhorst broke free down the left sideline. It's incomplete. Clock stops at 533. Second and 10 coming up. And a promising play for the Bulldogs' defense on first and 10 there with a 12-point lead. A lot of contact down there, but nothing uh, to interfere with the pass. The clock does stop at 5.33 here for the third quarter, second and 10. Shotgun look, McCoby Adams looking for some momentum here as he sends Braden Trimble in motion right to left. Jet sweep Trimble carries, carries it to the left sideline and Trimble is shoved out of bounds. A flag is down just behind the line of scrimmage. And we'll see what happens here as McCoby Adams, if it stands, gained five yards. And a false start will wipe that off the board for the Braves. Great night here at Frank Dutton Field. Great crowd on both sides. Mount Zion brought a, brought a good contingent. Nothing like Friday night football. Under the lights. Packed house at Frank Dutton Field. Week six battle. Apollo Conference Championship could be on the line tonight. Neither side has lost in conference play this season. Two games left in conference play for both teams of their three. You'd I think both teams would be significant favorites in those contests. Trips right for Adams, second and 15, trailing by 12. Instead, it's a carry up the middle for Carson Bullhorst. Has enough for a first down. Crosses midfield, crosses the 45. He's brought down at the 43. So the Bulldogs sold out on the pass. Instead, it's a rush for Bullhorst. First and 10, and the Braves keep it going. Yeah, Bullhorse has had some good runs. It was only a matter of time before he, he's, he's had a couple where he's broken through, but uh, not surprised to see that one. Same formation for the Braves. Play action, looking to the sideline, and nearly a terrific one-handed catch for Grant McAtee. But Adams and McAtee can't connect. Clock stops at 5.03 for the third quarter, second and 10 coming up. 12-0 ball game, and the Braves have driven it down to their own 43 left to right. Well defended there by the Bulldogs. Colby Crowley. And Noah Frank. Noah Frank has had a good game on defense tonight. He's been, been in a lot of plays, broken up a lot of passes. Second and ten for the Braves. Three wide receivers left. One right is McAtee. Bullhorse to the left of Adams. And a jet sweep here. Here's a keeper for Brayton Trimble. That wasn't a keeper, it was more a shovel pass from Adams to Trimble, but he went up the middle and gained four yards. So third down and seven now for the Braves, 40-yard line, 40 yards shy of the end zone, left to right, trailing 12-0. And Adams will line up with two running backs, like J.C. Anderson and Carson Bullhorse, two wide receivers right. Wheel route for Anderson out of the flat, and a flag comes in, that's pass interference at the 40-yard line. Pass was a little high of the intended receiver. Mike, I think that was Bullhorse who kind of leaked out on an out route, but he yeah. took a shot before the ball got there, and that's a break for Mount Zion. 
Yeah, Vanderveer gave him a shove right before the pass got there. Obvious passing interference and uh, mistake on the Bulldog uh, defense there. So another penalty. And that will give the Braves a needed first down on third down and seven. Clock stopped at 4.30. Braves marching this one well forward now. They'll mark it off to the 25-yard line, so five yards south of the red zone, trailing by two scores. Braves in business just under halfway through the third quarter. Man in motion, Trimble. Handoff, Bullhorse. Bullhorse drops it. Ball is loose, and Bullhorse falls on it. Near disaster for the Braves, but they get it back. I don't think that was Bullhorse that fell on it. I think that was actually Patrick Brock got down and was able to uh, get Johnny the ball on the spot. That, that could have been disastrous for Mount Zion to, to cough up a fumble there, but good awareness to keep the ball in possession. If the Bulldogs can force a turnover here, shift your eyes immediately to John Adkins. I bet he's going to be a pretty happy camper down there on the sideline. He's actually got a pretty good 40 time. We saw that last year. He can get moving. Second and 18 now. Snap back to Adams. Out of the gun. Firing over the middle, and it's incomplete. Chance at that one there for the Bulldog defender, Evan Anderson. But it was a little behind Anderson. He was the closest player to the ball. And now third down and 18 for the Braves. Trailing by two scores, 33-yard line and 33 yards to the end zone. 3.45 for the third quarter. I would think this is four-down territory for Mount Zion. I think they're going to use this third down and 18 maybe to, to knock off, you know, eight, nine yards if they can, make it a fourth and and manageable uh, down here in the Bulldog territory. They don't need this, but they kind of need this the way this game's gone. You figure Muhammad Seymour is going to be ready to bleed some clock. Adams out of the gun. Snap is back. Seven step drop. Shuffles forward. Going to keep it. Looking for the sideline. Stays on his feet. Dives for the line to gain. He may have it. An athletic play from Adams. If he didn't get it, he is oh so close. And it'll be an easier fourth down attempt. See where they mark him out of bounds. They'll mark him actually about five yards short. Tough to tell from our angle exactly uh, where things are on that left sideline, but a great play from Adams. Fourth down and four, now in the red zone at the 19-yard line. Three and a half to play in the third 12-point game. Great athleticism by Adams on that. I mean, he he got 17 of those 18 yards. Well, actually, less than that, but... Bulldogs faithful, getting into it here. Trimble in motion right to left. Adams, the quarterback. He's going to hand it off to Trimble. Pitch back to Adams. Flea flicker looking for the end zone. It is caught with the flag. We'll see what the flag is. If it stands, it's a touchdown to Jacob Harvey. Officials conferring. Harvey says he hauls it in. Two officials signal touchdown now. He did get it. Harvey celebrates what is the flag. I, I would guess pass interference. I would guess pass interference as well. And that is Mount Zion's first score tonight. 12-6 as it stands, 328 with the extra point pending. Flag down in the end zone. Pass interference against the Bulldogs declines. What a catch from Harvey who went into a slide Caught it uh, before it, he kind of caught it as he was sliding away from it. Uh, 
probably the best way to visualize it for our listeners at home or in their car, Mike, is uh, he had to prevent himself from trapping it against the ground, and he did a terrific job of not uh, letting that ball pop loose. Yeah, he did a great job of get his, getting his hands underneath the ball. It wasn't the best pass I've ever seen, but, uh, but yeah, the receiver made a, made a great catch. So Adams on to hold. Extra point attempt from Gabe Shoemaker, the sophomore kicker. Number five in white, his first extra point attempt is good. And we've got a ball game at Frank Dutton Field. 3:28 for the third quarter. Muhammad Seymour set to receive the kick after Mount Zion scores. And it's 12-7. Tightened up a bit here in the third quarter late. Uh, no surprise, though. We figured there would be some more points put on the board. be interesting to see what the Bulldogs do here on offense. If they continue with the run with that heavy package, maybe they'll try to go with a little bit more balance option, uh, try to get, some, get the ball down the field a little bit more into the hands of your receivers. Uh, we'll see what Atkins has up his sleeve. Glad you're with us on Line Rock 97.5, the News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Pavlov Media and Prospect Bank, our sponsors tonight and throughout the season. Dave Leak, our producer, Matt Daniels and Joe Vazelli, hard at work in the News Gazette newsroom. Cranking out tomorrow's sports section. Zach Pyatt is on hand with us. Robin Schulz as well, the News Gazette's prep sports editor and photo editor. Photos online and in print from this one, a lively atmosphere. You'll have to be sure to check those out at newsgazette.com. And in print, the very best uh, pictures will make the cut. And on to kick it off after his extra point, Gabe Shoemaker. Pardon that buzzing noise, folks. We'll get that addressed here in just a second as Shoemaker on for the kickoff. 30 or 45-yard line addresses the ball and sends that deep, and we'll see if the Bulldogs field it. They won't as it goes into the end zone and a touchback. And so with the touchback, 20-yard line to start things out for the Braves. 80 yards between them and the end zone. With 3.28 left in the third quarter, and the Bulldogs looking to build on a 12-7 lead. It's a big possession here, you know, for for the Bulldog offense and also for the Mount Zion defense. Mount Zion just scored. Looking to get the ball back in a hurry, continue the momentum. Bulldogs looking to curb that momentum with a long drive of their own. They hand it off. Dyer back out to play quarterback. Handoff goes to Johnson. Johnson looking for the 25, takes it to the 24 on the left hash behind his tackle. I think at some point the Bulldogs are going to have to try to get the ball down the field in the air. Had a little bit of success on some slant passes. Uh, but the defensive line of Mount Zion has been able to, to rush pretty good. Second and five, 25-yard line. They do give uh, Johnson that 25. Dyer drops back out of the gun, zips one over the middle that is deflected, nearly intercepted by Johnny Jordan over the middle, third down and five. And the Braves' defense, Mike, has a great opportunity to come up and make a stop. Yeah, big third down coming up.
Here's Dyer. Out of the gun. Trips left. Dyer dropping back. Five-step drop over the middle on an out route, and it's caught. And that's plenty for a for the left hash. She was wide open. Good scheme from Adkins, and the Bulldogs pick up a first down and take it from the uh, 25 to the 35, gain of 10. Good play there for the Bulldogs to get, get the first down, get out of that third down situation, continue the drive. Bulldogs' lead is six points, five points, pardon me. Carry up the middle, goes nowhere for Johnson. And the Braves' defense holds second and 10, right where he started at the 35. 12-7 ball game, 2-20 for the third quarter. And another opportunity here, Mike Orton, for the Braves' defense to bend but not break. We saw them get off the field when it seemed improbable one drive ago as well. Yeah, Mount Zion's defense so far in the second half has been, been impressive. They've really kind of shut down the Bulldogs. Here's Dyer dropping back to pass out of the gun, checking one down. It is caught by Ray Long. Long looking for the sideline. Some fans appeal for a late hit, but it was clean, and Long sets up the Bulldogs with a third down and five to the 40-yard line, 10 yards shy of midfield, a right-to-left drive. We go under two minutes for the third quarter. 12-7 ball game. Bulldogs looking for a little insurance here against a high-powered Mount Zion offense. Dyer lining up out of the gun. Everyone's in tight. Johnson leaks out. Wheel route. Pocket collapses. Dyer looking, scanning, and it is caught at the 50-yard line, holding on with a shot. Trey Peters. Trey Peters, the junior, stepping up. One of the favorite targets of Luke Dyer. And, Mike, he took a – I mean, I, you hate to bill it as something it was, and it wasn't a huge hit he took when he caught it, but it was enough for a lot of receivers to – Probably dropped that, that, that football. Yeah, as soon as he caught it, he was getting hit. Good job by Trey Peters to hold on to the ball, get the first down. Bulldogs offense now in business. Pitch to Johnson. Johnson out of the left flat, past the 45 to the 44. Thrown out toward his own sideline. Tell you, the guy that really took a throw there was Jager Dameron, who really <laughs> soared past the Bulldogs bench. He's all good. Everybody's all right. Second down and five for the Bulldogs. Minute 30 for the quarter. Bulldogs lead is 12-7. 44 yards to go on a right-to-left drive as they look for the end zone. A little bit of motion up front. Everybody's okay. Dyer out of the gun. Two receivers to each side. Johnson is running back to the left. Lined up on the left hash. Carry for Johnson up the middle. Johnson drops his shoulder. Looking for the 40-yard line. They bring him down short. The pile doesn't drive him forward, but he's to the 42. Needs to get to the 39. Third and three with a minute 15 left in the quarter. And a five-point lead for the Bulldogs. Every third down from here on out is big. Everybody's in tight for the Bulldogs out of the gun. Here is Dyer turning, looking for Johnson. Johnson carries it across the 39. It's a first down, but a flag is down. Thought I saw a flag come in. Yeah, flag, flag on the yep. field. Flag does come in, and we'll see what it is. Came in quick enough to be a false start against the Bulldogs, and that'll march him back to a third and seven with 53 seconds left in the third frame. Not good when you're looking to build on a five-point lead. 
or any, I mean, you never want a false start. It's never good. Yeah. Tight game like this, penalties, mount up. So you got to be got to be clean, got to execute, and you can't hurt yourself with, with penalties, especially like false starts. Third and seven, clock winds, 40 seconds left here in the content, in the uh, third quarter, pardon me. Not quite there yet, still 12 minutes to play when this quarter ends. Empty backfield, Dyer looking to the flat, checks it down, it is caught by Gavin Hammerschmidt. Looking for the 45, he's got it on the left hash. They'll give him the 44, but still not close to what the Bulldogs needed. That'll probably be the last play of the quarter. 12-7 the score, and it'll be fourth down and four when we come back from a commercial break. Want to know what's happening with your money the moment it occurs? Use Prospect Bank to experience the ease and convenience of e-mobile banking. Never miss a bill with scheduled monthly payments. Send, request, or split your money with friends and family easily using Zelle. Receive monthly statements electronically. Digital Wallet is a smart, secure, and easy way to make payments. What do you get by utilizing state-of-the-art banking services? Endless opportunities. We are Prospect Bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hi, my name is Isaiah Williams, and I am a football wide receiver, and my competitive advantage is my speed. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's managed IT for their competitive advantage. Firewall configuration, virus protection, and server management are some of the managed IT solutions Pavlov Media can use to elevate your business. Executives across central Illinois can set up and use managed IT for their business. Head over to pavlovmedia.com b2b to find out more. Welcome back to Frank Dutton Field. Got you back just in time for a pivotal situation. Muhammad Seymour's offense facing fourth down and four yards at Mount Zion's 44. And the Braves trailing 12-7. Could really use a stop here. If the Bulldogs go for it, they've got the offense on the field. Trips right for the quarterback, Luke Dyer. Luke Johnson is running back to his right. One running or one receiver off to the left side. Snap is back. Dyer looking over the middle. It is caught. Trey Peters. First down. That was a big play, big biggest play of the night right there so far in this game. Not Zion looking to stop him there to get the Bulldogs cough the ball up, but Trey Peters, sure-handed Peters is Johnny on the spot, gets the first down. Peters entered play tonight with 363 receiving yards this season, five touchdowns. Luke Dyer's thrown 12 touchdowns this year against six interceptions. That play goes to the 35. And the Bulldogs coming out of the gun again. Johnson next to Dyer. Dyer, play action, rolls right, steps up, stands tall in the pocket and fires one. Incomplete off the fingertips of his intended receiver. And who was that on the uh, on the would-be reception there, Mike? I didn't Looks like uh, Luke Johnson. Yep, Johnson got out of the backfield and got down the field in time but couldn't haul that one in. Good-looking uniforms for both teams, but when Muhammad Seymour's numbers get scrunched up, it can be a little tough to it's tell. It's tough to read sometimes. Empty backfield now for Dyer. His side leads 12-7. to 11-24 left here in the fourth at the 35-yard line. Jump pass was tipped and caught, and the Bulldogs appeal for a late hit as Tyson Evans wanted to make sure that Braden Pagel was down. Pagel did a nice job of adjusting with that and catching it. 
He would have been better served to drop it, though. He lost two yards on that sequence. Yeah, yeah, he would have been better off to let that one hit the dirt. Third down and 12. 11 to play in the game. Five-point lead for the Bulldogs. Dyer looking on the hard count, doesn't get him to jump. He sends a man in motion, Cade Ashby, and Dyer rolls left, gets the snap, chucks one down incomplete. Trey Peters went into a slide and couldn't haul that in. I think I said chucks one down, almost checked that down as Peters was open just past the first down marker but couldn't haul it in, and that stops the clock at 10.42, and the Bulldogs, you would think, would punt this on 4th and 13. But they are past the 50-yard line at the 38, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure what the call is is here. Maybe they'll try to do a hard count, get five yards, then then reassess. But, yeah, 4th and 13. I, don't know, I think I'm better with uh, punting the ball here because a, a stop here would just – continue to build that momentum that Mount Zion has going right now. Sophomore kicker Jackson Davis. At what point does John Adkins trust his range? Not this much. No, this would be. <laughs> no, he's not not close to field goal range. Yeah. We'll see what happens here. This would be a 55-yard field goal. Uh, I don't think. I think Jackson's a. Uh, I've not talked to him. I'm sure he's a great kid. I'm sure he's got a, a bright future. 55 yards as a sophomore is asking a lot. That's a lot for any any, any kicker, high school yeah, kicker, any, yeah. Even in the NFL, Bulldogs will talk things over, still haven't addressed the line. It's fourth and 13 from the 38. They lead by five. Clock runs, 10-40. And they'll bring it in tight and send Dyer back to punts. And Dyer lines up way beyond the line of scrimmage. Doesn't want to get this blocked. Trimble back to receive. And Oop. a fake. Dyer's going to throw it. Airs one out. Down the field. Trey is Peters caught. catches it. Past the 10-yard line, Trey Peters hauls it in, goes wow. for a gain of roughly 30 yards. And that's what you get when your quarterback is your punter. You never know what to expect. Unexpected play results in a big play for the first down for the Bulldogs. What a, what a play. And that was a heck of a catch by Trey Peters. He was heavily, heavily guarded. Came down to a one-on-one -on -one matchup. Peters won the battle. First down and 10. First down and goal for the Bulldogs at the 10. And Donovan Lewis, number 10, comes back in to run the offense. Has been really good at leading his men here in short yardage situations. Lewis, one of a couple of seniors that plays a big role on this Muhammad Seymour squad. A lot of faith in Dyer and Peters in that play to throw it up there and just, just know that just get it out there and let him make the play. Bulldogs got to capitalize here. We got to put points on the board in a five-point game here. First and ten. Not to get too ahead of ourselves, we talked about Jackson Davis. Now this is a situation maybe where should the Braves uh, come up with three strong defensive plays. Field goal here, still a one-score game, but it does make it an eight-point game. Yeah, I think you'd probably have to get the ball lined up into the, you know, center of the field, give him a shot. Heavy set for the Bulldogs. Braves haven't been able to stop that tonight. They're having trouble bringing down Luke Johnson. Carries it left. And he gains five on that. Takes it to the five. Second down and goal from the five. 12-7 lead, under 10 minutes to play in the game. Bulldogs in business to build on that here. 
pivotal part of the game right here. This, this is big for the Mountain Zion defense to keep them out of the end zone or at least hold them to, you know, three. Nine and a half to play here. And here is a keeper. close. No, not a keeper, pardon me, a handoff to Vandeveer. Vandeveer, Mohamed Seymour's coaches appeal that he's in. He's not. He's a yard short of his third touchdown tonight. See if he can pick it up here on third and goal from the goal line. Four down territory, I'm guessing. I would think so. I don't yeah. think you can kick the field goal here. Here's Vandeveer. Lined up. Uh, Johnson's going to be his tailback behind him in all likelihood. Donovan Lewis. Not the starting quarterback, not wearing the headset. Gets the play call from the sideline, brings it back to the huddle. And Muhammad Seymour will try to add on its 12-7 lead here. 8.45 to play in the game. And the pile moves forward on the snap. Vandeveer's the ball carrier, and he's got his third touchdown tonight. 18-7 with the extra point pending. Eight minutes and 39 seconds left in regulation. Fireworks go off in the background, and it could be. Well, it'll still be a two-score game here. We'll see what happens, but uh, Brock Vandeveer looking really good tonight. Really uh, making a case for MVP, right? I would think so. Three touchdowns tonight. Five yards, 43 yards, and one yard. Jackson Davis on for the extra point. His first extra point was blocked. They went for two on the second touchdown. His third right down the money. On the money, I should say, down the middle, however you want to phrase it. 19-7, more fireworks. 8.39 to play in the ballgame. Joey Wright and Mike Orton in with you. The Light Rock 97.5 broadcast booth. News Gazette High School football game of the week. Pavlov Media and Prospect Bank are presenting sponsors. Mike, anyone listening you want to shout out? We've uh, featured a different guest analyst each week this season. Glad you could join us here in week six. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's uh, it's been a been a good game. Probably not the game you know that we expected. I you know the you know the fireworks with a lot of offense. We didn't haven't seen that, but it's been a great football game. Uh, every penalty and every play uh, er, er, matters right now. So yeah, I'd like to shout out to uh, I believe my my in laws. They they may be listening. Uh, they were over in Jacksonville today. If they're on the way back, Bill and Vicki Craig, hello. Thanks for tuning in uh, to this broadcast. And They're big Bulldog fans, lifelong Bulldog fans. So, We uh, talked on the phone earlier, Mike. So you went uh, back when you were in high school, moved around a little bit, but you went to Muhammad Seymour for two years, and that's where you met your wife, right? Yeah, yeah. My sophomore and junior year, I attended Muhammad Seymour High School, and then uh, family moved out to Virginia my senior year so then came back went to school at indiana state and uh jackson davis on the kick is fielded by jc anderson got a little sidetrack but uh laid the found laid a good foundation at muhammad seymour high yeah. school certainly yeah so uh yeah both both my kids have well my daughter went through the entire uh school career here at muhammad seymour and uh my son's got a year and a half left so yeah it's been uh, it's been a great community uh, great support and not only just in everything but especially athletics uh, bulldog nation is is second to none it is uh, always fun to come out here to frank dutton field or the campus of muhammad seymour high school saw a lot of baseball out here a few months ago blake walters and company uh, were looking good that was fun like a second round mlb draft pick so we get back to the action at frank dutton field mount zion starting its drive down 19-7 at its own 36 
They'll drive right to left on the radio dial. And we'll see what McCoby Adams signals here. Sends his receivers out wide and fires one out to the sideline. Incomplete was looking for Grant McAtee. Braden Trimble was the man in motion. Incomplete clock stops at eight and a half to play in the game. I would anticipate Mount Zion trying to get the ball down the field in a hurry now, uh, being down 19 to seven. They've got the players to do it, so there could, could be some exciting moments here in the, in the last eight minutes and 30 seconds of this game. They made one pass and about six seconds, this could be a, be a different ball game. Ball at the 36 yard line. If this drive goes for a touchdown, it will go for 64 yards. Here's Adams dropping back. Here's a pass to the flat. It is caught by McAtee. And McAtee brought down over the middle of the field right where he caught it. And a yeah. flag comes in, a late hit. Down to the ground is going to be Colby Crowley again for Muhammad Seymour. Yeah, Colby Crowley made the tackle, and they must have had, had horns locked there. And, and uh, next thing you know, Colby Crowley is on the ground. That's what drew the penalty. Maybe a little bit of frustration coming out of Mount Zion. That's one thing you cannot do. They're still well within this ball game. Both teams have all three timeouts left. 8-19 for the ball game. It's a 19-7 game. So Mount Zion with two touchdowns, and if they can make their extra points, even make one of their extra points, they're in a good position to take the lead. Of course, easier said than done. They've only scored once so far tonight. But you look at the offensive weapons they have, and their big play potential, they could turn it up on a dime. Yep. They got the chemistry to make this exciting. We'll see if it happens. Bulldog defense has really stepped up tonight. Even with the penalties, they've they've really caught Mount Zion off guard. Played tough, played fast. We got a long ways to go though. They backed it up now, second and 25 from the 21 yard line. End zone 79 yards away on the left side of the field. Here's Adams dropping back out of the gun, looking for a home run ball down the left sideline, incomplete. And that pass was a little bit beyond the intended target. Carson Bullhorst landed out of bounds on the sideline, and this is likely gonna be a pass interference call against Muhammad Seymour. Yeah, it's gonna be on uh, Colby Crowley. A little questionable. I mean, that, I don't think that ball was catchable, but we couldn't see in front of the uh, the Muhammad Seymour bench there if he maybe he got pushed a little bit. But. Officiating crew doing a nice job tonight, and perhaps that ball is catchable if uh, Bullhorse can get to it. It would have taken quite the catch from Bullhorse to get it, but we've seen some great plays tonight, and Crowley giveth and Crowley taketh away there. <laughs> uh, he drew the unsportsmanlike conduct call, and now with the pass interference, second down and 10 from the 36, right about where we were a moment ago. Trimble out in motion right. Snap back to Adams, out of the gun. Steps up, pockets, breaks down around him. And he throws it towards the cheerleaders, throws it away. Cheerleaders want nothing to do with the football. No, the seas parted there. That had a lot of space <laughs> to hit the ground. Cheerleading coach at Muhammad Seymour, Chandler Denby, Kelly Adkins, the assistant cheer coach for the Bulldogs. The Atkins family is a football family for sure. John Atkins, Muhammad's head coach, has a, a lot of a lot of school pride. You can tell. Uh, came over from 
previous coaching stops was at Peoria Heights for a time, but it's been at Muhammad Seymour for uh, a few seasons now and has the orange and blue quite popular in these hallways. Third and 10 for the Braves. Dropping back, Adams, and he's tripped up and brought down a sack. And he is frustrated, and it'll be fourth down for the Braves. They'll need to dial up a fourth and long play if they elect to go for it. Looks like the special teams unit is going to come on to punt it. And Patrick Etherton's going to have to trust his special teams and defense to come up with a stop, something that has not come easily tonight. Fourth and 13 yards. Braves electing with three timeouts to punt this one deep. Owen Owens is on to punt. And a good punt from Owens. A high end over end punt. This is a great punt. One of the punts of the year down to the 10 yard line. That was impressive. So from 133 yard line to the opposite 10. And an all-name team candidate, Owen Owens, sends it deep. Number 19 in white and black and red. And Owens with a terrific punt. And, Mike, you, you got to find momentum where you can. That's got to fire up the Braves defense somehow or another. Yeah, pin the Bull, Bulldogs back on the 11-yard line. So, yeah, that was – I haven't seen a high school kick like that in a long time. That was, that was a college-level kick there. White Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Dave Leak, our producer, doing a good job. As the Mohammed Seymour offense gets ready to turn it up here. First down and 10, 11-yard line. And here is Dyer turning, play action, throwing, looking for a home run down the sideline. Peters couldn't catch up with it. And he was jostled out of bounds by Braden Trimble. No flag. Bulldog fans wanting a flag against Mount Zion, but I don't think there was enough contact there to, to warrant a flag. I don't think the pass was catchable to start with from Dyer. Was looking down the sideline, trying to dial one up to Trey Peters and could not, or Braden Pagel, pardon me, and could not. Now second and 10, that does stop the clock. Bulldogs starting this drive at their own 11-yard line, 89 yards shy of the end zone, left to right. Johnson gets the carry up the middle, somehow breaks through the first wave and carries it to the 19, just shy of the first down marker. Third and short coming up for the Bulldogs. And that puts the pressure on the Braves' defense, trailing 19-7 to make a stop much needed on third and two. That was a good power run on a second down by Luke Johnson. <clears throat> Makes it third and short. 6-23 and ticking. Two wide receivers right for Trey Peters. Or for uh, Luke Dyer, pardon me. Trey Peters, one of them. Braden Pagel, the other. Pagel now in motion to the left. 6.05 and turning and handing it off is Dyer to Johnson. Dyer across the middle of the field and hold on. Got a block there and uh, no flag comes in. Colton Metcalf-Poulos was a little bit tangled up with Grant McAtee. No flag came in. And that is enough on the carry by a yard to move the chains. Clock down to 540. Bulldogs lead is 19-7. And that's a big first down. Bulldogs in business. First down. Clock is running. Mount Zion has three timeouts. 
five and a half to play. Dyer turns behind him, looks for Johnson. Sends Pagel in motion from right to left. Turns and hands it to Johnson behind him. Braves defense meets him in the backfield just north of the 20. Johnson for a loss of one on that play. Big play for Mount Zion's D. Yeah, that was a good stop there, but uh, fortunate for the Bulldogs, the clock keeps running. So trying to get some positive yardage here on second down. Second down, Bulldogs content to run the play clock down. Play clock being kept now on the field. The physical play clock is off. Not working. 4.45 on the game clock and ticking. Two wide receivers left. Dyer out of the gun. Johnson behind him. And here's Peters in motion. Handoff Johnson. Johnson met at the line. Surges for a gain of about two yards. And it's third and long coming up for Muhammad Seymour. And a timeout called by Mount Zion, their first of three. Bulldogs in pretty good shape here. 4.26 left, third and eight. Even if you don't get this first down, you probably got to punt it here and kind of change the field and, and make Mount Zion burn some clock. But Bulldogs definitely in control here down the stretch. P position you want to be in with uh, 4.26 left. 19-7, Bulldogs lead the Braves. And Muhammad Seymour has the ball at its own 24. 4.26 left in the contest. Muhammad Seymour looking to go to 5-1. or five and one. Mount Zion looking to go to 6-0. and oh. Both teams looking to stay undefeated in Apollo Conference play. Winner of this one likely claims the conference with two easier games on tap in the next two weeks. Yeah. Both teams have had circled on the calendar. Bulldogs will have Effingham at home next week, and then they travel to Mattoon. No matter what happens in this game, whoever wins this game, they're going to have a big target on their back the next two games. So you got to got to play sharp. And we've got a timeout. Timeout called by Muhammad Seymour as they address the line after, after Mount Zion's timeout. So two timeouts in a row. 4.26 for the game. 19-7 is Muhammad Seymour's lead over Mount Zion. They've got the ball at the 24-yard line, their own 24, on the left side of the field as we look at it from the press box. Third down and eight. Almost definitely a situation where the Bulldogs punt it if they don't get this, but we just saw a fake punt the last time the Bulldogs had a fourth down situation. And if you go for it on fourth down and get it, that essentially ends the game the way the timing of everything would work. Not quite, but you, you come pretty close. Yeah, I think if you don't get it here on third down, I think you, you got to punt it. Because if you give, you go for it on fourth down and you don't get it, you give a short field to Mount yeah. Zion, then the next thing you know, you're, you may be in a situation you don't want to be in. Try to change the field. E easy to get a little cute with it, for sure. It is. Just get a first down here and be all right. Two receivers to each side. Johnson, the tailback to the left of Dyer. Four-man front for the Braves. Third down and eight after two consecutive timeouts. Here we go. 
Clock stopped at 4.26. Play clock being kept on the field. Dyer, snap back, three-step drop. Fires one over the middle, and it is caught. And then some. Down to the 30. Past the 30. Gavin Hammerschmidt. Gavin Hammerschmidt has got a first down and then some, and that is a backbreaker. Yeah, that, uh, that will almost seal the deal for the Bulldogs. Third and eight. Nice catch. Nice throw by Luke Dyer to Hammersmith. Tell you what, Luke Dyer, he's got a lot of Bulldog quarterback lineage in his family. His dad and his uncle were both starting quarterbacks in the 90s. Uh, And his grandfather, Cliff, Cliff Dyer, he was the offensive coordinator back in the day. So, yeah, Luke's, he's been wanting this uh, QB1 job for a long time. It's been a dream of his. Making the most of it here. He's got the Bulldogs ahead 19 to 7, 350 and ticking. Dyer looking for the snap. Now he's got it. Turns hands to Johnson. Johnson up the middle. Johnson past the 25. And a nice gain for Johnson. Looking for the 20. That's the line to gain. He's got it to the 24. So four yards shy of what they need. But the Bulldogs, if they take care of business, they're going to be in good shape here. A 19-7 lead, second and five. Mount Zion will take its second time out of the second half here. Bulldogs are just going to ride the L train right now. That would be the loop train. Well, how do you neutralize uh, high-powered offense? I guess you just give it to Brock Vandeveer and Luke Johnson and let uh, Donovan Lewis come in and play some quarterback. Luke Dyer's been good, too. Slow and steady wins the race, and the Bulldogs proven that here. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. Been very patient, uh, worked a lot of the clock, kept the ball out of Mount Zion's hands. Uh, penalties for both teams is probably going to be a sore subject uh, tomorrow morning for both coaches, but uh, Bulldog defense has played very well. Dyer out of the gun. Two receivers, one to each side, lined up outside the numbers. Dyer turns, looks. Johnson to his left. 341 on the clock. 19-7 ball game. One timeout left for the Braves on defense. Johnson gets the carry, and they bring him down outside the right hash. Just shy of the 26. And timeout Braves, as you'd expect. Final timeout for Mount Zion. 335 to play in the game. Well, Joey, was this uh, as exciting as you thought it would be? You know, it's uh, this game has had a, it's had its exciting points. It's been a little slower than I thought, a lot more running than I thought we would see. On the part of uh, Muhammad Seymour especially, we've seen Mount Zion air it out plenty, but the Bulldogs have taken the air attack away and controlled the clock, and I'd be interested to see the time of possession at the end of this thing, but the Bulldogs have just slowly but surely kind of taken the will out of that Braves defense. Yeah, Mount Zion had some momentum there at the start of the second half, and, uh, you know, they were looking to to make some noise. They scored that touchdown, and then ever since then, it's just been not much going for the Braves. Third down and seven for Muhammad Seymour. And they'll pitch it back to Johnson, needing seven. Johnson up the middle, has some blockers. Johnson passed the the 20, looking for the 15, and they will move the chains. And Luke Johnson may have just put this game away. 
Not over yet. Mount Zion can still force a stop and get the ball back. But it's going to get a lot harder now for the Braves. They'll need to really execute on offense if they can keep the Bulldogs out of the end zone. And that play right there, kind of a microcosm of how this game has gone. Yeah, no timeouts. Bulldogs can run this clock down. Clock south of three minutes now. Bulldogs to the line. Heavy set. Pitch back Johnson. Johnson looking for a convoy. Johnson behind his blockers. Looking for the goal line. He's inside the five. And down to the four. And Mount Zion's defense, Mike, has made some stops tonight. They've uh, not been hapless on the defensive side of the ball. They just haven't been bailed out by their offense when those stops have come. Yeah, the Bulldog offense with a, with a heavy run package tonight have, has worn down Mount Zion. Yeah, like you said, they've had, they've had some great stops in, in key moments, but over the course of four quarters, when you're running the ball most of the game, it, it, it'll wear on you. Do it all. Donovan back in. I like that. It's got a, got a nice yeah, little ring to it. I think I just gave him a nickname <laughs> tonight. <laughs> He really is doing it all. He's played some quarterback tonight. He's under center, pitching it back to Johnson. Johnson bounces it outside. He might be in. He is. Dives into the end zone for a touchdown. Donovan Lewis has been on the field at quarterback for all of the Bulldogs' four touchdowns tonight. That's Johnson's first from four yards out. 25-7 with 2.07 to play. And outside of that, do it all. Donovan has two interceptions tonight in the end zone. One of them, I think, was at the one-yard line, but we'll count it. And uh, those two defensive plays, don't let those go unnoticed because yeah. those those probably took two scores off the board. Yeah, those were critical moments in the game. Good snap, good hold. And Jackson Davis has his second extra point attempt go through the uprights tonight. Had one blocked earlier, so he's two for three now. We have a very smart math teacher in our school, and I talked to him yesterday and asked him the, what the spread will be of this game. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the exact number, but it was like 18.2 is what he said. So he's – and he's been right most of the year. So I didn't want to say that earlier because I didn't want to do the announcer jinx. Sure. Know, so. Well, as it stands, it's a 19-point lead for the yeah. Bulldogs. So if you put it at 18 and a half, we'll see what happens for the Braves here. But uh, Mount Zion now certainly backed up into a corner, and we'll see what the Braves can do. With two minutes and seven seconds left. Always a good sign when your offensive coordinator comes from atop the press box down to the field before the game's over. That's always a good sign. Plenty of good things to say. The only downside, I think, for Muhammad Seymour, and I have not... Uh, seen them this season until now Mike so I don't know if they've run that you mentioned the diesel package with Lewis Vanderveer and, and Johnson but now you put a lot of it on film and now I think opponents realize how good that <laughs> formation can be yeah they, they got a couple different options they can run from that too but yeah it's but it, it's tough to stop I mean it's that's why they call it the, the the heavy package the diesel package kickoff goes out of bounds flag is down Dave Leak, our producer, sending me some updates just moments ago. Bloomington leads Centennial 26-14 in the fourth quarter. Bob Osmussen was the only one in our pick to pick Bloomington in that one, so Bob must have known something we didn't. <laughs> Peoria Notre Dame 
I had Central in this one, but the Irish looking good, 47-7 in the third quarter at Dozer Park, home of the Peoria Chiefs tonight. Nice. Normal U-High taking it to Urbana, 67-6. Wow. That one's in the late stages. Danville, I went bold this week and picked the Vikings. Normal community, though, one of the best 7-8 teams in the state outside of Chicago and overall. 42-7, leader over the Vikings in the fourth quarter. St. Joseph Ogden is tied with Bloomington Central Catholic. Last we heard from that was at halftime, 14 all. Monticello leading Rantoul at halftime, 49-12. And Muhammad Seymour may be surprising some here with a, a likely win tonight. Uh, not a statement on Muhammad Seymour. They were 4-1 and one, looking really good coming into play tonight, but as uh, Adams is going to fire a quick pass to the sideline that is caught by Trimble. He stood up out of bounds at the 45. If it came as a surprise, the result tonight, it's because Mount Zion's offense is as explosive as they are. They've been largely shut down tonight, although this is their last chance. Yeah, the game's out of reach at this point. You can tell there's a little bit of frustration on Mount Zion's side. Adams hurries everyone to the line. They're at midfield, throwing one down. Trimble was free past the secondary with the throw wide left. Do it all, Donovan was trying to get another interception for you, but just over his fingertips. Would have been his third tonight and his first. Not uh, in or right against the end zone. I always see in uh, McCoby Adams, terrific quarterback. Again, entered play tonight with 20 touchdowns, two picks, almost 1,500 yards passing this season. Yeah, something, he... something about the games I see at this field. I saw Wyatt Baum last year throw four interceptions and uh, lost to Quincy Notre Dame, an off game for the uh, Iowa State quarterback now. Graduated last year. This is a pass to the flat is caught by Carson Bullhorse. But I'm sure Adams will figure it out as he completes one there. Yeah, he's a dual-threat quarterback. Uh, we've seen that tonight. He's, he was able to extend plays that third down and 18. He got picked up 14 yards just with his own legs. So he's he's a dual-threat, and he's got a great arm. He can throw it down the field. Uh, Enter, can, entering play tonight, their leading rusher, Jager Dameron, had 194 rushing yards to lead the team. But uh, Adams was not far off of that, less than 20 yards behind him. Airs one out, looking for the five-yard line. It looks Incomplete. Like that, looks like that's going to be offensive passing interference. And definitely some frustration there on the part of the receiver who takes a moment to get up, and that was McAtee. And I think McAtee pushed off, and he knew it. Oh, I can't believe that. Well, he might have known it, but the uh, official, John Adkins is not happy with the call. They'll rule that a defensive pass interference call. It was a clear push off by McAtee. <clears throat> I thought I saw him flick maybe, his defender down, too. Of course, the official had the view on it. And maybe there was some contact beforehand that we didn't see, but McAtee clearly pushed off. So, got some of the Bulldog fans fired up here. Minute 32, we'll see if that keeps the Braves in business. Not likely to matter. 26-7's the score, 92 seconds left. Adams out of the gun, looking for McAtee, incomplete. And good defense there. Colby Crowley was not allowing McAtee to turn around and look for the ball. To 
26 to seven, minute 28 left here in the fourth quarter. Braves driving, they've got it on the Muhammad Seymour 24. But in all likelihood, Muhammad Seymour's got this one pretty well put away. A stop would end the game. Mount Zion doesn't have any timeouts. Mount Zion, crazier things have happened. Mount Zion would have to score though three times and recover as many onside kicks just to have a chance. A tough hill to, to climb. Here's Adams dropping back with 97 seconds left. Adams lofting one up to the right pylon and incomplete. Second down turns to third down and 10. 81 seconds left. Approaching 9.30 in Muhammad. Muhammad by far the larger uh, town in which folks, in which the school draws from. I don't know if I've ever talked to someone uh, from Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got uh, we've got some folks from Seymour. So um, I don't know what the population differential is. Minute 21 for the contest. 3-10 and ticking and or 120 and ticking. Third down and 10, pardon me. That's a carry off to the left. Carson Bullhorse runs out of bounds and sets up what will be fourth down and six. So Mount Zion needs this. Call it fourth and ball game. They need this and a lot more. They trail 26 to seven, no timeouts. Fourth and six at the Muhammad 20-yard line. Clock stopped at a minute 16. Trips right for Adams with McAtee, the lone receiver left. Three-man front for the Bulldogs. They'll bring some pressure from the edge. Rush four, and a throw over the middle is caught by Lewis. His third interception tonight. Flag is down. We'll see what the call is, if it stands. Yeah, I think that was holding. Yeah. Do it all, Donovan Lewis has played a great game under center tonight, largely handing the ball off, almost exclude. I don't think he's attempted a pass at quarterback tonight, but he's run a good offense, and he's intercepted three passes to help his own cause, and not to take anything away from Luke Dyer, who is clearly the Bulldogs' option in passing situations. Right, yeah, Donovan Lewis, what a game. It may be the headline on the News Gazette front page, you know. Do, do it, it all, all Donovan. Donovan. <laughs> I like it. We, we, we tested that nickname out on Brock. Uh, no offense to Brock. It just doesn't flow quite as well. Yeah, you know. <laughs> He'll understand. Yeah, Brock Vandeveer had a great game, too. Yeah, we, we thought it might come down to the defense, and the Bulldogs held the uh, Mount Zion offense, who has been averaging 35 points a game. Or, no, excuse me, they've been averaging 38 points a game, points against 12, and the Bulldogs have held them to seven points. Outstanding job by the Bulldog defense. Bulldogs will snap it and end it. That'll be the last play of the game, a kneel down from Luke Dyer. Bulldogs celebrate a 26-7 win over the Mount Zion Braves. 20 seconds left with the handshake, unfolding the fireworks, launching from both end zones, celebrating 
a win that could clinch Muhammad Seymour the Apollo Conference Championship. Still two games left in conference play for both of these squads. Both will be heavily favored in those games. Mount Zion, if they can straighten out some mistakes they made tonight, they'll certainly be a foe you won't want to meet, likely in the Class 4A playoffs. Muhammad Seymour will probably play up to Class 5A. Yeah, Mount Zion, they got a, they got a lot of opportunity ahead of them uh, the rest of the season. Uh, you know, games like this for both teams make, make you better, whether you win or lose. Going up against great teams does nothing but, but help you. And Muhammad Seymour has still not lost at Frank Dutton Field since the spring 2021 season, which came to be because of the COVID-19 pandemic. They keep their sterling record intact, and they improve to 5-1. and one. That matches Mount Zion's record now. The Braves falling to 5-1. and one. Post game coverage coming up. We'll hope to get some post game stats for you in time before we sign off. We've got two more breaks. We'll take the first one now. 26 7, Mount Zion falls to Muhammad Seymour at Frank Dutton Field. Stick around. More coming up from the News Gazette and Light Rock 97 5, High School Football Game of the Week. Hi, my name is Kayla Burbage. I'm a volleyball outside hitter, and my competitive advantage is my power. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's phones for their competitive advantage. Pavlov Media VoIP phones provide an elite class of communication systems you can use to elevate your business. Businesses anywhere in the United States can set up and use VoIP phones. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more about our phone solutions and bring Pavlov Media VoIP phones to your business. In today's fast-paced world of instant gratification, the art of perfectly slow-cooked meat is becoming a thing of the past. Order up. Don't worry, it still exists here. Get real meat and real barbecue that's been slowly cooking to perfection all night long. Get some today. Project 47 Smokehouse in Muhammad, Illinois. Pub and patio. Stop by and see us today. Muhammad, Illinois, Muhammad Seymour High School taking down Mount Zion 26-7. A win that could clinch them the Apollo Conference Championship. The Bulldogs move to 5-1. The Braves fall to 5-1. Both teams in the heart of Apollo Conference play. The Bulldogs still have not lost in their Apollo Conference slate. They are a perfect 3-0 now. 2-1 are the Braves and Joey Wright joined now in the booth by Mike Orton. Mike, looking at this game, your, your, your quick takeaways as uh, we kind of break things down here. Yeah, the the offense on both sides was probably a little uh, less than what we were expecting. Uh, is what I expected out of the Bulldog defense is, is what I saw. I thought they were going to come out and, and do what they did. So, I mean, they're – there was the questions coming into this season about the defense, about the O-line, and this defense each each and every week just steps up, and they are that defense. And they're, they're fast, they're physical, and as you saw tonight, they, they are able to hold a high-powered offense to seven points when they've been averaging 38 points. So, yeah, a lot of uh, – a lot of good things uh, from this game. Uh, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more offense, but uh, but you know what? The Bulldogs got the win, so I'm happy with that. Bulldogs will take it. 26-7, the final score here at Frank Dutton Field this evening. A beautiful night for football. 
We will sneak in another break and come back with stats from this one. 26-7, Muhammad Seymour's win over Mount Zion tonight. Stick around on Light Rock 97.5. At Prospect Bank, we have a powerful way to manage your debit cards anytime, anywhere. Select cards within your e-mobile app to turn your card on or off, put lost or stolen cards on lockdown, add your card to the digital wallet, set alerts, add travel plans, and so much more. Visit bankprospect.com forward slash manage cards to learn more about the power in the palm of your hand. We are Prospect Bank, the bank that brings you more opportunities. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Jason Murphy, and I'm an assistant coach on the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs football team. Along with being a coach, I am also the co-founder of a business, Central Cremation Center, the most cost-effective business in Central Illinois for final arrangements. Whether pre-arrangement or at-need care, our costs speak for themselves. $9.95 or $7.95 for veterans and first responders. Learn more at centralcremationcenter.com or call 217-859-8100 and go Bulldogs. present our high school football game of the week week six edition Muhammad Seymour and Mount Zion going at it tonight and the Bulldogs win it at home 26 to 7 Joey Wright and Mike Orton hanging out with you high atop Frank Dutton field Mike you've got the post game stats how did it all shake out tonight yeah for uh, for rushing Muhammad Seymour had 213 yards on the ground um, 47 rushes Mount Zion with 21 Runs with 81 yards, so 213 to 81 on rushing. Passing, um, pretty pretty close. Bulldogs were 10 for 16 for 125 yards. Mount Zion was 13 for 31 with 135 yards. So total yards of offense, Bulldogs 338, Mount Zion 216. Third downs, Bulldogs were 8 for 16. Mount Zion was 5 for 16. Uh, turnovers. Bulldogs did not have any turnovers. Mount Zion had three turnovers at the hands of Donnie Lewis. Three interceptions. Do it all, Donovan Lewis. Do it all, Donovan. Tonight. And then penalties. Uh, Bulldogs had nine penalties, 99 yards. Seven penalties for Mount Zion, 68 yards. Time of possession, and this kind of really, this is cumulative over the entire game, which really separated in the second half. Bulldogs had 30 minutes and 34 seconds, and Mount Zion with 17 minutes and 26 seconds. Man, there's the game right there. Yeah. Penalty-wise, Muhammad, so Muhammad Seymour had more. It felt, especially early on, like Mount Zion had, and I think at halftime it was equal, but uh, Mount Zion's penalties just a, a little more untimely, if there is such a thing as a timely penalty. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it right there. It was the timing of those penalties and, and the momentum shifts that it caused uh, both directions. 26-7, Muhammad Seymour takes down Mount Zion tonight at Frank Dutton Field. One more break, and we're back to land the plane on the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Stick around. No, 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 no. At Pavlov Media, we love to say no. No lags, no hidden fees, no data caps, no contracts, no installation fees. Light up your life with Pavlov Media's fiber optic internet so you can say no to inadequate internet. Pavlov Media Fiber Internet, now available in Farmer City, Muhammad, Monticello, Savoy, and many others. Visit pavlovmedia.com backslash getfiber. That's P-A-V-L-O-V-M-E-D-I-A.com slash G-E-T-F-I-B-E-R. Want to know what's happening with your money the moment it occurs? Use Prospect Bank to experience the ease and convenience of e-mobile banking. 
Never miss a bill with scheduled monthly payments. Send, request, or split your money with friends and family easily using Zelle. Receive monthly statements electronically. Digital Wallet is a smart, secure, and easy way to make payments. What do you get by utilizing state-of-the-art banking services? Endless opportunities. We are Prospect Bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Top Frank Dutton Field in Muhammad, Illinois. Muhammad Seymour High School hosts and beats Mount Zion 26-7 in the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 High School Football Game of the Week. Who let the dogs out plays over the loudspeakers. I look down below us. It's not quite a bulldog, but a very cute dog. Uh, looks like it's uh, right kind of in that transition from puppy to adulthood, and uh, he's uh, just hanging out down there. Looking to be a big dog one of these days. That's right. He'll, he'll get there. Beautiful night for football here in Muhammad, and the Bulldogs win it 26-7. As I said, Joey Wright and Mike Orton with you. Dave Leak, our producer. Mike, your final takeaways from this one. Muhammad Seymour, really, there never seemed to be much of a doubt. Once, you know, they scored that first touchdown and uh, kind of started to impose their will. I mean, it was the, the outcome's always in doubt until the fourth quarter in a game like this, but it always felt like Muhammad Seymour was going to pull away at some point. Yeah, you kind of felt that in the first half once they got up 12 nothing. that uh, it's kind of going their way, but you kind of, in the back of your mind, you kind of felt that Mount Zion has the potential that they can put a lot of points on very fast. But each and every week, Muhammad Seymour has had to, had to basically almost prove themselves each week, like, okay, well, this is your next test. This is your next test. Well, you didn't really play anybody this week. Okay, now you got Mount Zion. This is a statement win for the program. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's bigger things ahead for Muhammad Seymour, and there's also bigger things ahead for uh, Mount Zion. Uh, I think they're going to – they got a chance to go deep in, on a playoff run. So, uh, two great teams. Uh, one team had to lose. Uh, fortunately, the Bulldogs won this one. But, uh, but yeah, two, two great teams and uh, nothing to be disappointed. No, absolutely not. For Mount Zion, those bigger things ahead take them – Back home next week against Charleston, then they are at Effingham. And Breezy, Modder die after that to close the season. And those uh, two of those games are at home, uh, flanking a road game at Effingham, as I said. Effingham on deck next week for Muhammad Seymour. Then they are at Mattoon, and they make their second trip to Quincy to face Quincy in Week 9. They faced Quincy Notre Dame on the road in Week 3 and 1. 42 to 14. Both teams now 5 and 1. Mohamed Seymour, a perfect 3 and 0 in Apollo Conference play. And player of the game, real quick, Donovan Lewis, probably the leading candidate. Anyone else we should give it to? Brock Vanderveer had some you know, big touchdowns. Yeah, Brock, Brock Vanderveer, excuse me, uh, Donovan Lewis, uh, Donnie Lewis, as they call him, or now do it all, Donovan. Yep. Uh, both had great games. Uh, man, I don't know who you pick. Uh, do it all, Donovan. Makes I think a better so. cover. Better name, <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> well, he had three interceptions. Uh, the last one coming, kind of toward garbage time there at the end. Uh, yeah. Things were pretty well decided at that point. But the first two interceptions in the end zone. I think one of them was at the one yard line, right against the end zone. Saved touchdowns, and those came early on when those two touchdowns could have swung the game for Mount Zion, giving them enough momentum to carry it through. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. Brock. Of course, three touchdowns made the difference. So it is tough, but we'll give it to Donovan Lewis, our player of the game tonight. Joey Wright and Mike Orton with you. Dave Leak is our producer back in our studio. Zach Pyatt and Robin Scholes. We're here from the News Gazette. Story and pictures online and in print 
tomorrow. And Matt Daniels and Joe Vazelli back in our newsroom, cranking out the sports section. Looking forward to seeing what they put together tomorrow. And I'll head back to the uh, newsroom and help them out. So it should be a lot of fun. Mike, really appreciate you joining us here tonight. This uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah, Joey, I appreciate you having me on uh, to help call this uh, Bulldog football game. I really had a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for having me on. And uh Bulldogs. Absolutely. Enjoy a big win tonight. Uh, of course, your son Mason plays on the Bulldogs, so I'm sure he'll be uh, happy with team dinner, you know, hanging out with his friends later tonight. Oh, so for sure. It should yeah. be a lot of fun. So keep uh, an eye out. Social media will announce next week's guest color analyst. It'll be Champaign Central hosting Danville on Saturday. Illinois football plays on Friday, so you'll hear that on our airwaves and then get a little high school football fix on Saturday. Until then, I'm Joey Wright for everyone at the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5. Thanks for listening. Muhammad Seymour wins it 26-7. Have a great and safe weekend, and we will catch you next week. The Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week has been powered by Pavlov Media. Sign up today for Light Up Your Life Fiber Internet at pavlovmedia.com. It's also brought to you by Prospect Bank. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, newsgazette.com and whms.com. Your home for high school football and the Illini is Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign multimedia group station. from the Pavlov Media Light Up Your Life Fiber Internet Studio. Sign up today at pavlovmedia.com.